Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. It's good to be back on the Miggity 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 Mic. This is episode 114, and I got a special guest in the building. This is the Indie Artist Spotlight. We going to VA real quick. Let me give a big shout out and welcome to the show to Miguel Rivera. Yes, sir. What's up, Bugsy? What's up, bro? <clears throat> welcome, hey, man. man. You know, grinding, man, putting in this work. Man, you know, listen, man. I love the project, bro. And um, I know you got a new single called Losing Faith. Let's get into that first, Rock with Rock Solo. Can you Mm -hmm. talk about that? Yeah. um, Yeah. Shout out Rock. Uh, Shout out Omar. That's uh, Takeoff Music Group. He's the one who uh, produced the record. Okay. You know, we we basically, we all from Virginia. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. we not in the same camp but we all know each other you okay know, we support each other you know Dope. so uh omar actually put the song together he like yo i got this track mm-hmm. uh, i want you to go crazy i'm gonna have rock it's gonna be rock's record but i'm gonna have him uh do a hook send it to you right sent it you know went in mm-hmm. uh shout out rock he running around he was just at uh mm-hmm. he was just at the radio right. um he's real cool with dj rez right um the record actually will be on uh, mm-hmm. the radio this weekend on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be on the uh, radio this Saturday. That's dope, man. I do want to, before we get into the project practice, which I love, I want to talk about your early beginnings and your background. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the folks your, your your ethic background, where you from, and how you got started in the hip-hop game? But yeah, man, I'm uh, half Puerto Rican, half black. You know? Like me? Hell yeah, yeah, my dad's Puerto Rican. Okay, my pops too, yeah. Oh, that's what's uh, up. <laughs> you know, rest all, in peace to my pops. Oh man, rest in peace, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Brooklyn, New York, my family, okay. Coney Island, mm-hmm. uh, Mermaid, 30th, you know, shout out everybody, P, my cousin P, and shout out Nims. I know some of y'all probably know uh Nims, Bing Bong, fuck your life. Mm. Uh, you know, they all they they you know, that's fam. Okay. Um my mom's side, you know, Georgia, Savannah, Camilla, Atlanta, okay. all around there. Right. I was an army baby, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. Moved, uh, was in Georgia for a while. Then I moved to New York to my Wella's house. Right. And then I was down in uh, Virginia. Okay. And then you know, my era just, you know, the 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 mixtape era. You know, <laughs> right. D blocks, the the dipsets, the G units, the. That's right. Man. You know all that and. <laughs> Of course, you know, I love the outcast. I love the, the bad boy days, the mace and all that. But uh-huh. in Virginia, it's a little different because we're in the middle of the north and the south. Right. You know, the West Coast music wasn't really migrating around our area as much, mm-hmm. except for what was on the radio. Okay. But, yeah, man, just, just my favorite artist is Stack Bundle. So Really? Yeah. Stack. Wow, yeah. man, stack. Stack. That's crazy. That's rapper. your favorite rapper, yeah. bro. That's my. That's favorite so rapper, bro. like, it's that that name doesn't get pushed in the culture enough. Yeah, you know, even neither do Big L. But it's crazy that you said stack bundles. See, Big L, I was too young to really be hip and know what he was talking about. Okay, you know, like you know how everybody be like. 
oh, my favorite rapper is Biggie and Tupac. They don't even know what he was talking about. You know, even though they, mm-hmm. they the greatest, a few of the greatest of all, of all time. time. But it's like, when I really started understanding music, like my dad always was playing LL, right. Big L, L, his favorite artist, uh, uh, Gangstar. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, Guru. I, rest yeah, in peace guru. to Guru. Was, Shout out to Premier. Yeah, I was hearing all that. But right. when well, I was, what, what about stacks kind of like stuck to you? Because when I first heard your music, I didn't think of Stack. And because you have the Latino background, I'm thinking more like a Noriega, a big pun, a Petey Crack. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the Stack, it was because the way I was rapping too, the era. Because I changed my artist name used to be M. Burb. I changed it to my real name. Okay. But and why you changed it? I just wanted to rebrand, you know. Okay. So I wanted to use my real name, right? You know, make stamp that. I know there's Miguel's, you right. know what I mean, and and Spanish artists, Miguel Rivera, but yeah, but yeah, like with Stack, it was the punchline era. It was what he was talking about, and plus we was yeah. in the street, me and my homies, we was in the street, so the shit he was talking about, we was we all was doing it, you know what I'm saying, but. Right. Yeah, stacked the the like we was talking the so whole. So what about French Montana and Chink's drugs? Oh yeah, and Straight the whole riot squad. I I'll never forget this crazy story. I was driving. I had this townhouse out in the country in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was driving to meet my peoples to go to the city in D.C. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to French Montana. Um, he was dropping mad mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coke Boys. It was a uh, it. I want to say it was straight cash when he had dropped straight cash. I'm driving, bro. I fall asleep in the car, everything, wake up. I done crashed the car, the car sideways. Damn. And it's still, it, it was cranking still on repeat. Because music was still cranking. Yeah, French is shit. Why you all fucked up <laughs> on, the, on the fucking road? But yeah, <laughs> French French Max B era, all that. Yeah. For sure. Free Max. Yeah, Free Max B, all that. But yeah, stack my favorite artists, man. That's what's up, man. The game just changed, though. That's probably why it's like mm-hmm. the sound and everything, and I'm just trying to right. make sure I can adapt right. with the era. But still- Still be true to yeah, yourself. still keep it real to me. Yeah. I still, I like all type of music, so I might give you something that might throw you off of what you wasn't expecting, but it's still going to be hot. <laughs> At the end of the day. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because- the project practice, the fact that you used the AI speech about practice made me think about the AI era in the NBA. What was your thought process with using that as the forefront of your project? Man, AI's from Virginia from for one. Uh, okay, bad news. Shout Ch- out to Michael Vick and the boys. Yeah, shout out bad news. Um But what he was talking about, like mm-hmm. they was trying to bring up one thing. Right. Like single out one thing that wasn't even important. Okay. You know what I mean? And to me, it's like people would give their opinions to me about certain things with the music. And it's like, bro, you're talking about this. Right. When I'm over here focused and doing this, that's a small issue, small problem. Okay. Compared to the, we didn't accomplish goals. We didn't got on BET mm-hmm. rotation. Right. Revolt. Right. It's not the same as if 106 of Park was at its peak and right. you're on 106. Right. So it's like when we reach this level, now it's like, oh shit, we got to keep going. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just using an example like, oh, you want me to put more vids on BET, bro? You talking about BET? We trying to make it to BET Awards now. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's different levels. levels. Yeah. Right. So that's what I was using like that example like that, and I know it was an iconic, you know, time like you talking yeah. about practice, like. <laughs> and then he was like, right. I, so if I was big and buff, right, would I win? the 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 MVP, you know, whatever like that. Mm -hmm. So if I was like, if I was a crazy gangster showing guns all in my videos, would y'all listen to my music more? You know what I'm saying? It was, it's the same type metaphor type thing I'm using. I want to stay right there because AI is in my top five players of all time. But what I want to ask you, what AI had got a ring if he practiced more? Nah, because I think it was what? It was only one practice he missed. I think if he would have went to a different team. Okay, all together. Yeah, if he would have went to a different team. I or if he Kobe. didn't have to face Kobe and Shaq in the 2001 finals. That's what I'm saying. He needed someone or he needed to go somewhere else. Because right. I just seen a quote, I think it was on YouTube. Somebody said, would you rather average 39 points a game with no ring mm -hmm. or win a ring? Right. And it was it was talking about Allen Iverson. Like okay. He could have right. probably got traded, got a ring, but he stayed on the Sixers. He was that guy. Staying faithful. Yeah. Right. So what you think about Damian Lillard going to the Bucks and staying faithful to Portland so long? Man, look. <laughs> I told I was on the road with Bone Thugs at the Modest Center in Oregon on stage while they was performing. Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard was on stage. I told Damian Lillard to his face because he he's taller than me, but he wasn't that tall. You know, we short. Right. So right. if you taller than me, I feel like I'm taller than you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing next to Damian Lillard. I'm like, right. yo, I'll, I'll take you one-on-one -on, -one on the court. He looked at me like I was stupid, started laughing, and we just kept partying on the stage. But yeah. I want to see what him and uh, Atatakumbo do, but I feel like it's going to be kind of like a... a mm -hmm. Kyrie and uh, 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 from Dallas. Yeah, I feel it's gonna be like that. Like a who is Luca? Like Luka. a Luca and Kyrie, like two two scores. But they can't get it. You think so? I, I, don't, I don't know. Because Dame's nice, right? He's different, right? Kyrie nice too, right? But is Atatakuma? I don't know, bro. When he's on the court, it's like he two people. <laughs> I did the Kubo, bro. He be on the court looking bigger than everybody, bro. He do. He do. He don't even need a guard. He do. Now I want to get to that song, the nosy, and how you talked about, you know, kind of like you can, you got the same hours that I got. You can go get it too. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? It's called yo nosy. Like oh yo no say yo no, yo, no say. <laughs> See, I, I'm not yeah. look. Even hey, though I'm half Spanish, too, I can't too, speak that shit, too. bro. Yeah, I'm going to keep no it a bean. Yeah. Me too. Yo, though, no me say. Too, yeah. let's, let's get into that because I I really like that song because people always want to jump to conclusions. People mm. always want to be in your business. Mm -hmm. and, and just like I always say, we all have 24 hours in a day. So we can be different hustlers depending on how the drive is. So right. can you speak upon that song, Yo Say? Shit, man. It's like you said, don't nobody care about the process, right? They when they see something happen, they don't they don't want to ask you about mm -hmm. the process, the grind it took. They just want to know mm -hmm. how you did it so they could do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, like, they want a shortcut. You know how people say the game's to be sold, not told. To be told, correct. And and at the end of the day, you know, mm -hmm. I get a game to my peoples. Right. But if you're not part of this circle, 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. I don't know how I got it. I put in the work. And when you put in the work, you're going to say the same thing. I right. don't know. I just put in the work. Because I took hella L's. Like in one of my songs, I said, uh, uh, you know, me, I'm best friends with failure. You know, on the, on the practice. Like I'm best friends with failure. How I cope with it, I do it. I couldn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? I just do it. <laughs> like, Damn, I can't man, tell that you. Shit crazy. So yeah, man, it's just never giving up, man. I, that that's what I try to be the definition of like hard work, never giving up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we all go through shit. Right. Nobody cares at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> Facts. You know right. what I mean? Now let's go back to the Latino. Do you feel like Latinos are being misrepresented in hip hop community today? Compared to how it was when Big Pun and Fat Joe was in their prom? Sometimes. But now I feel like mm-hmm. they just being embraced. And the reason why I say that is not because of Puerto Rican rappers or like like Lloyd Banks have Puerto Rican. Fabulous have Dominican. Davies have Dominican. Right. But it's not the same. But now you got uh, Mexican OT. He's a Mexican rapper. Right. So now it's like, okay, they embracing the Spanish culture mm-hmm. in hip hop, but not singling it as as separate. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But mm-hmm. that that's basically what I'm trying to bring. Like, yo, at the end of the day, I'm I'm hip hop. I'm half Spanish, but mm-hmm. you know, they say the Puerto Ricans and the blacks uh, <laughs> uh formed hip hop, man. You I know? mean, hey, there's some <laughs> truth to that. Yeah. You see how Cardi B give it up. Yeah. Cardi B. Now, I, now what I would say, I don't feel like there's enough Latino female rappers. Ice Spice, she's well, Dominican. Okay. Yeah, she from Dominican. But I'm not Dominican. feeling her, though. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> she, she got I love you, Ice. You got a body, Look, baby. If them she lyrics, stare, if she stay around Nikki, she get her bars up because Nikki nice. Right, for sure. Nikki nice. For sure. Yeah. If she, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, matter of fact, nah, uh, Snow the Product. She's Spanish. She's nasty. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with her. Like, she had a viral time, and then she just went and did her thing. She got core fan base. But there okay. was one time when, mm-hmm. you know, she was popping a new, uh, she was Spanish, all over World Star and all that. Yeah, Snow the Product. You got to check her out. There's a couple of them. Now, what I want to ask you, man, because I've, even though I'm half Latino and half black, I haven't really touched the surface with dating a Latino woman. <laughs> so what I want to know from you is, what's the difference between dating a sister and a Latino woman? Man, I didn't, bro. I didn't date at all. Sister, Latino, white, Asian. But let's stay I mean? with them two. But, what, uh, what you what you feel like is the difference? With because my from my, I'm gonna speak from what I've I've seen and heard. They say Latino women are more loyal. But they also more crazy. So I was gonna say that my experience. <laughs> I'll say the Spanish girl, bro. Her birthday just passed. Shout out to her too. Um, Libra gang. Yeah, she'll okay. know who you a Libra know. too, right? Yeah. When your my birthday? birthday? Friday. This Friday coming up, October thirteenth. Oh, that's what's yeah. up. But she and my son's is the sixteenth. Oh, that's what's, and my uncle's birthday today too. Shout out my Theo. Oh, Jason, speaking man. of birthdays, shout out to my cousin Kareem, man. His birthday today. You Hell know what I'm saying? yeah. For See, sure, Legends born in October, man. For sure, but go ahead, tell me what the difference is. But uh, so, bro, this Spanish girl, shout out, she gonna know who she is when she but, see this. But we went out 
We at the bar. I'm drinking tequila. She drinking wine. She got a whole bottle. So she, you know, we just talking. We we in our zone talking. I noticed the bartender come over with a bottle. She's like, hey, yeah, this one on the house. And she wink at me. So I'm like, what? She tried to get a turn. She tried, you know. Yeah. Bro, I don't know what happened. We go outside. She get in the car. I'm sitting in the car. I'm like, yo, you good? She just staring like this. She's like, get out. I'm like, what? She's like, get out! Screaming. I'm like, oh. I was like, I, hey, hey, hey. Right. You know what I'm saying? I get out the car. Mm-hmm. And she wrote the window down. You just going to get out the car? I'm like, yo, what? You told me to get out Bro, the car. That, I never understand why females do that. But it was out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, we, you know, we conversate back and forth here and there. Everything is no reason for that ever to happen. Right. So when people say, yo, you got to watch out, the Spanish girl's crazy. Like, yo, that experience right there, that was some real crazy shit. Like, yeah, the way she sure. screamed, her voice changed all like, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, and then as far as loyalty, like, my mom's black. You know, she's been with my pops a long time, you know, so I can't really say. That all black women are one, not loyal. Yeah, one's more loyal than the other one. You know what I mean? It just, I feel like all that comes to. Who whoever you with, y'all experiences together, and if y'all made it through the bottom together, a lot of people get together and never experience the bottom together. That's why I feel like people don't really last like that. Mm. Like you know how they see celebrities be bouncing around from each other. Y'all ain't start off in the mud together. You know what I mean? So it's easy to to skate. Yeah, to to leave off. So, yeah, I feel like it depends on that. It don't matter your race. It's like if you know what it's like to Mm -hmm. shit to not go right no more, y'all arguing, da-da-da-da, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to ride it out or you just going to, you know, roll out and go to the next person and Mm -hmm. go through the same shit with them? (laughs) But do you feel like, because lately, even with Jeezy and and Janae, with their situation, they're having culture conflict. And so I think that sometimes it's based on you not communicating that before you get married or before you start having a child. Because when it comes to religion, she might be one religion and you might be one religion. And then how is that kid going to be raised on what type of religion? So all those things need to be discussed prior to getting serious. You agree? Look, I feel Jeezy. My, you know, my right. oldest daughter's mom is Korean. So Really? I, yeah. So how did y'all two work out? We didn't. We never worked it out. <laughs> it just didn't work. Yo, man. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it just wasn't going to work, bro. It wasn't going to Was she work. antsy? Was she power driven? Because a lot of women from, it seemed like from Asia, they, they got this power trip. I mean, Allegedly. We was, we was young, but for mm-hmm. real, for real, bro, like her family was like mm-hmm. anti- Niggas, you really? <laughs> yeah, like shit, it, man, it was. That, yeah, it yeah, was that shit. No, they, bro. I remember they came to me like by the <laughs> by the numbers in the scientific chart says that you're gonna beat her and you're not gonna take care of your child. I'm like, what? You know, what I'm saying like, where are you getting these numbers from? Like, <laughs> what? I did my research on the African American man and between 17, and I'm like, bro, I ain't got time for that shit. No bullshit. Yo, that shit is wild. And then her boyfriend come downstairs. He looked like Barack. So you with this light-skinned man right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, but you yeah, coming at me. Yeah, that's... 
That was some, yeah, that was crazy like around a there. Motherfucker, God definitely. Damn, hypocritical <laughs> like a motherfucker. For Woo. sure. So before we go, I do want to touch on a few hip hop topics. I want to touch on the Joe Buttons and Drake situation. Mm. We were talking behind the scenes, and for y'all nut ass niggas <laughs> that don't know about Joe Buttons, yeah. stop using Google and Wikipedia. No, that's not how you going to find out about Joe Buttons. Let me give you a disclaimer. Google Mo Music. Go get those mixtapes. All of them. All of them. And let's be clear, Drake said it before he got big. He said, I used to rap like Joe Buttons. So you're coming at a nigga you used to rap like. Go figure. Right. What's your thoughts, bro? Man, I, like like we were saying, I feel right. like Joe giving an opinion like that. Right. Regardless what his opinion is, we need more of the Joe Budden errors to give their opinions. The ones that got the podcast, we need them talking. You know how people how how Cam and Mace is analyzing sports. sports right. That's what we need for hip hop. Not no no offense to them, but not no no streamers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they do what they do, but we need the real core hip hop. You know, uh, historians talking. It's and facts. then when you get in your feelings and go crazy like that over uh, an opinion, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It, man, I know. Drake, you got to stop sitting down with the wrong people. Your fans oh, don't yeah. want to see you being interviewed <laughs> about a girl that's not culturally um, connected to the culture. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, bro, your album is not good. It's not cohesive. The last good album you dropped was in 20, 2018, The Scorpion. Outside of that, I'm, I don't know. Because Certified Lover Boy was trash. It was mid. Like, dude, you 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 do this all over the place shit. What was he, his main joint on uh, Scorpion? What was it? Was that Shit, God's Plan. His biggest record today. Oh, date. God's Plan was on there? God's playing like that's a double album. If he would, if oh, that album would have been double. one album with just twelve songs, I would have gave it a classic. Yeah, Scorpion was hard. That shit was hard, bro. I like the I like the album he dropped too when he was going through with Meek. The one where his face was sideways with the clouds. Oh, in the background. oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that that's that's drawing his fire. Well, worst behavior and all that. Yeah, that shit was hard. And pound cake. With yeah. Jay-Z. Absolutely. But Drake has fell off. And I think that because he's been winning so much, he don't know how to take constructive criticism when it comes. But you can't always be at the top. And J. Cole bodied you on your own song. And to me, J. Cole is the best rapper in the game J. right Cole now. J. Cole go crazy on He's everything. killing everybody. On everything, bro. He's the best in the game for J. Cole. me. J. Cole and I not. like K-Dot. But K Dot last project for me don't have no replay value. I'm not going to the gym listening to no shit about fucking domestic violence. <laughs> but look, I'm K, not. But that with K Dot, it reminds me of like boxing, like like for instance, K -Dot like, you ain't got Floyd. enough fights. But you he's Floyd. No, but he's not that. born. But he's not your, exciting but to when, listen to. Like when's your next fight? Like J Cole got fights all the time. You know he's right, dropping he's shit. Consistent. He on shit. On other people's records, or he got his own records. Drake, he might once a year, or he on a Khaled single exactly. or something. Exactly, right. We got to wait for Kendrick. Then when Kendrick drops, his shit, it's got to marinate. It takes And I like, bit. damn, and I like Good Cat Mad City yeah, and Section 80 City, yeah. over 
your your other projects where you were trying to, you know, pimp the butterfly. I get it. You trying to do your ones and twos and be different and stand yeah. out. But, bro, keep it real. I'm not trying to hear that every day. I'm not <laughs> trying to be in the gym listening to Pimp the Butterfly. I'm cool, bro. That's not music I'm riding to. And shout out to Meek Mill and Rick Ross yeah, because and Kobe. Kobe and Shaq is yeah. unbelievable. I I've been wait. waiting for an yeah. MMG reunion for the longest time, and I'm praying that they put Wale on the project because Wale is you another like Wale? artist. You like that, Wale? Oh, I love Wale. I think Wale is better than Meek, and uh, I'm from Philly. Uh. I think the way Wale put songs together is just unbelievable. Wale he don't get the credit sure. he deserves. Yeah. He don't. He's a poet. I, he had a he had a little rant one time. I feel he like always he got rant, especially on Twitter. But I feel like he shouldn't have did that rant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it makes him look sensitive. But and that is like, man, you went to MMG when you mm-hmm. already had your own name, right? I feel like he should have just collab with Ross and mm-hmm. stayed his own shit, right? Because now people they think of Wale, they like they think of MMG, like yeah. Until you drop something with the MMG niggas, we not going to really gravitate to it. Sometimes right. what I feel like. Because yeah. he, he, I feel like he broke Megan Thee Stallion, that song. You think so? Yeah. Because we never um, heard Megan Thee Stallion until Wale had a song with her on it. I don't, I got to, yeah, you, I got to go into my hip hop archives, bro. Not right now, but yeah, I got to really sit ago. back and think about that. I don't know. Because I know Megan was doing some, she did a few like songs she was dropping and then she did a mixtape. I thought the mixtape is what got her kind of like the new I Right now, it ain't, right. my shit is dead right now, bro. My <laughs> mind is on other shit. Yeah. Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion, man. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, yeah. If I I can't tell you what the song that yeah, yeah. made her catapult. I don't to even remember the name of the one with uh Wale. See, that's what I mean. I I don't either. I got that's why I got to get my interns back. Damn, they, Tory Lanez. I just thought about Tory saying her name. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's another thing, man. <laughs> Tory Lanez. This shit Dang. crazy. That shit that happened to him. And that's an artist. That's an artist. Artist. Yo, he his he pen is, game is crazy. Oh my God! Tory Lane pen game. That's an artist, artist, and they denied his his appeal. But I feel like he's still gonna get another opportunity, man. But free Tory Lanez, I still don't believe he did it. I don't. Yeah, Sorry, they, they got to do something, man. I don't believe Tory did crazy it. in that joint. I don't. You don't think he did it? Nope. He got on the jail call and started apologizing like he did it. So that's where he he fucked up at to me. Jail calls is recorded. Period. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. That was stupid. That was real stupid. But lo and behold, man, you got practice. What can we? What is the foreseeable future for you as an artist? What you got coming up? Have you been in the studio working on new singles? What's because what, that drop? When, when did that project drop? It was like in the spring. In the spring. In the spring. So you you back cooking up? Oh yeah, I'm always cook, bro. I got I got like six tapes done that never came out. That's just ready to go to, to come out. And really, a lot more other music, but. I got something probably dropping Friday, mm-hmm. uh, just for the moment. Just it's, for the moment. What's that about? It's just one song. Well, it's a tape, but I'm mm-hmm. dropping just this one song mm-hmm. off just for of the right moment. now. Yeah. And what's that about? Like mm-hmm. everything, like just for the moment, taking advantage of the moment, like or like what we like this moment right here. Yeah. Like what right. we talking about. This is a moment. If you if you miss this moment, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's, we on to the next. You right. know what I'm saying? But our moment we had a moment you wasn't part of it too bad we about to make another one we on to the next but yeah it's just i'm dropping 
I'm, matter of fact, I'm probably dropping two songs Friday. I just sent uh, the cover to my engineer, like, yo, fuck it, drop this too. Okay. So probably uh, just for the moment and uh, one of them ones is two tracks. Mm-hmm. But just for the moment, it's going to be a seven-track EP probably going to come out um, around Loud Fest Festival November 4th and 5th. And, and you yeah. performing at Loud Fest, right? Yeah, I'm performing so, out there. It's man, shout good. out to your team. Shout out to Christina. Yo, she reached Chris out is, to me, man. And she's yeah. a, yo, artist, independent artist, just period. You don't need the label. You nah. need a real team. Yeah. You don't need Kevin Durant because he don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's doing, making that dumbass AR direction for that Drake project. No. Drake, no. KD, no. Get on the court, practice, and try to get a fucking ring and chop, get, stop getting swept, stop getting crushed by Jokic and the rest of these niggas. You're supposed to be great, right? Well, where's your greatness? <laughs> Man, I just had to say that. You snapped under it. Because <laughs> these niggas ain't built for this shit. That's another thing. Even with Kevin, um, LeBron James, when he A&R at 2 Change Project, no. Y'all niggas don't know what the fuck you're doing. And I get it. Sports it's coincides with hip-hop. Yeah. But in that case, no the fuck you don't. Damn. You're just not that. And shout out to Dallas, the yeah. nigga that A&R, you know, um, my niggas in Cali, like, Roddy Rich, like that's a real AR. Like, shout out to Dallas. That's a real AR. That's a nigga that can put shit together and make it right. Yeah, now, tell the people how they can follow you, what you got coming up next. And I appreciate you coming on the podcast, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, man, Miguel703 Rivera. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Miguel Rivera, the plus grandson. Uh, my Facebook. I like that. Uh, Miguel Rivera, you'll see the blue check. I know there's probably a million Miguel Rivera's on there, man. <laughs> but yeah, hey, make sure you check out Practice. Uh, I dropped a project in February too called Valentoxic. Valentoxic. Make sure you check that out. That's that's hard too. That's that's mm-hmm. Toxic. So you know what you're gonna get when you're here. I'm gonna drop a part two next year. Every oh, you Valentine's is? Day, I'm gonna drop. Oh, you gonna drop one? Yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah, that's I dope, need man. money. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure y'all check out uh, uh, Yo No Say uh, All my other projects I got online um, yeah, Hit them with that Spanish Shout out to your Spanish community too, Oh yeah man. definitely yeah. shout out my Boricuas man My Dominican niggas man My, my, my Mexican niggas You gotta send some of them Boricuas from VA to DJ Bugsy Cause like <laughs> I said I don't know what it's like to be with a Latino woman Bro you gotta come down like they <laughs> Look they got <laughs> I don't, bro. Bro, they. I heard they tough though, but I I want to be in the seat with. Look, them. we got we uh-huh. got spots, and deep. Matter of fact, last week mm-hmm. I had to host Shenandoah University homecoming. Really? I was going crazy over there, like it was lit. So that mm-hmm. same night after the homecoming, I went to the city. One of the people on my team, he's mm-hmm. a security guard. Okay. He does security guard at clubs too. So we went to one of his clubs called uh, Mexican Lindo. Bro, that shit was turned. That shit was turned. Yo. Yo, they had this tall, uh-huh. six foot. She was like six one, six two. She was white, but she was fat. Walking around, brown, dancing. Just, they just they in there throwing hella money. She not getting naked though. She just, she just in some like uh, mm-hmm. fishnet type shit, whatever. That's enough but, bro, for me. This, I'll throw the I'll throw the money. Bro, the Spanish I ain't culture. To a strip club in a minute, bro. And it's not even a strip club. It's just a club that. She, Is this a regular? Club? They just turn it up. The Spanish people. I got your number, up. man. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> I love. Shout out. Let me give a big shout out to DC. I love DC. I love VA. 
I love Maryland. The DMV, they don't get enough credit. Their nightlife is unbelievable. Yeah. And shout out the club air, that shit popping. Like DC does. Rick DC Ross was be just lit. there, I think. Yeah, I and Gillian yeah. Wallow was just there like two weeks before that. Matter and Fabulous I sent, at the Black uh, Caucus. Yeah, I sent my manager the info. Like, yeah, we need to get up in there. Yeah, for sure. Like, to the know, air, right? Yeah, DC. Like, yeah, that's Rose Bar. And Lloyd was there last week too. The singer Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Lloyd yeah. be in DC a lot. Yeah. Like Rose Bar, I didn't, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't fuck Rose Bar up a hundred times. Like <laughs> going yeah, crazy. Bro. Rose Bar, Rose Bar be that shit. I yeah. ain't gonna hold you. Rose Bar, decades, uh, uh, park, barcode, right. yep. living room, yeah, opera, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Sax, sax. You know, on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday. Rose Bar on a Monday. On I a hate Mondays. Mondays on hate Tuesday. Mondays. Um, you know it's lit. My my birthday this weekend. They and already hit be, me up. They already hit They're you like, up. Yo, come through. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, we might man. we might be at Publix. On mm-hmm. Saturday, maybe. Okay. It's a three-level joint rooftop. Well, Miguel, man, and also another disclaimer, man. Your your name, their last name is Rivera. My yeah. grandmom's maiden name is Rivera. Uh, so when she got married, it, she changed, but she's the original Rivera. So you never know, yeah, bro. You never know. You got. Yeah, I mean, we short too. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shorty yeah, crew. Well, you already know. know what it is, man. It's your DJ Bugsy. Make make sure you follow us. Do it for hip hop pod. Follow me, DJ Bugsy two one five. And you already know it's the number one hip hop podcast in the city. Follow us, man. Keep it hip hop. Peace. Maybach music. The big boss Rick Ross. Right now, you rocking with the hottest DJ in the game. Let's go. Welcome back to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy, the Ended Artist Spotlight, episode 114. And I'm so excited to talk to this next gentleman. When I first heard his music, the first artist that came to me was Pharrell Monch, one of the legends in the game. I want y'all to make a welcome to the one and only Olive Rothstein. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Bugs, man. I'm happy to be here, man. I appreciate you coming, man. Yeah, and for sure. I, I do want the people to know how you tapped in and how you found out about me before we get to Oh, him. yeah. First and foremost, man, shout out to all the artists that come up here and just speak on hip-hop. Like, mm-hmm. we need all of y'all insight. I appreciate that. and For sure. Hip-hop appreciates that. But the, what made me tap in with the podcast directly is when Reese came up and did his freestyle. And mm-hmm. he buried, he buried that <laughs> shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's my dog, man. I'm like, that's oh. my dog for life, bro. For but the, real. But the way it was chopped up, up. I yeah. could tell that, oh, this is high quality. Like, this platform is high quality. So yeah. that's what made me reach out. And I appreciate it, man. Right, right, right. Yeah, I appreciate that. And listen, this brother can rap, rap. And I want to start off with that single faucets. Featuring 38 Splash and Eats Up. Bro, listen. Yo. Y'all dudes. Big, yo. Listen, was y'all in the <laughs> studio when y'all made that song? No, man. How I did was, that song come about? That song came about, I got a great relationship with my people out Rochester, especially Edo. Big shout out to Edo, Rock City Mart, uh, 38 Special. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we was downtown and I was recording a song and I'm like, yo, I remember when I was fucked up. Like right. the water was off and shit. And it yeah. was like, yo, like if I could just make a play, everything is back golden. You feel what I'm saying? And that was a long time ago, but that's where the energy for that shit came from. And when I thought about who I was going to reach out to, because it's on my album, The Philadelphia, and it's coming out on November the 3rd. But 
the album is in, encumbered with the city, Philadelphia. You feel what I'm saying? But right. that particular track, I'm like, yo, I need the hardest motherfucker. I need the grittiest motherfuckers I could reach out to. And them boys. And they gritty. was on it. You feel what I'm saying? And that shit also made me think about Griselda and how they right. form as well. Exactly. And you if you if you know anything about Griselda and like their rise to 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 stardom. Benny's whole thing was the back and forth with Spech. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Right. Like they was going, they did back and forth with uh with Styles and Kiss. You right. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like two uh, two of some of the most prolific they, artists that we've seen in hip hop. And they was right at it. You feel what I'm saying? So when you when you looking at that, it's like that's what you strive. You want to have high levels. So it's like, man, I'm calling Spech. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get Benny. I'm trying to get those guys. You <laughs> right. feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because they're doing it at a high level. I mean, you want people to look at what you're doing on the, with the same regard. You feel what right. I'm saying? Now, I want to stay here because you talked about the water one. Come on. Let's let's go back to that time. Even though it was a long time ago, I feel like things that happen in your life, whether they're a trial or a tribulation, makes you who you are today as a person, a man, or even an MC. Most so let's go back to that time frame. And what was that like? And and was you writing then? Yeah, I was I've been writing since I was a young boy. You feel really? what I'm saying? I've just I would say close to twenty years. Really? Twenty years, bro. Congratulations, years. man. But it was at first mm -hmm. my, my godmother, her name Lady Dredd, she used to be heavy in the industry. Um, she used to uh do a lot of management for hip hop artists and stuff like that. But as kids, mm -hmm. she was like, Yo, y'all gotta write everything that y'all feel on paper. You feel what I'm saying? Just so that you it's can like revisit. a journal. Exactly. And you can see your journey and how much you've progressed, how much you've digressed, where you need to make changes and shit like that. And that's where it started at. We was just writing shit down, me and my sister just writing shit down. But then I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, let me start let me start seeing if I can get on cadence and start doing shit like that. And then it just blossomed into Oliver Rothstein. You know what I mean? That's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. That's so how did you get out of that state of the faucet? What what things happened after that that got you out of those faucets coming yo, on and off? Yo, I mean, mm -hmm. see what, you know what's funny about hip hop and especially with rappers, they'll put on, they put up this facade like everything was good at right. all times and shit. And it was like, no, like right. shit was fucked up. Like, right. like what are you willing to do to make sure that you're able to maintain. I've done it all, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Fucking shovel dirt type right. shit. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It wasn't right. just about trapping or going to the streets. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, what is, how much do you have a willingness to do to make sure that you're able to keep going forward? You feel what I'm saying? Are you willing to take that passive role or do some shit you don't want to do to make sure that you could take that next step because you got goals and aspirations in mind? Or are you going to say, no, I ain't doing that shit. I'm fucked up. It's, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And do you go deeper into that that spiral of being fucked up and you never accomplish nothing, man? I've watched so many people go through their lives mm -hmm. not accomplishing what they want to do. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? That's Just because they don't know how to go about doing it day-to-day and shit like that. But right. it's like, no, man. Just you got to stay focused and have a high willingness to do. You say you want to do that shit, do mm -hmm. that shit. Don't allow right. nobody to deter you. Don't let don't let nobody's opinion or judgment change 
how you view yourself and what you want to do with yourself. So it's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to do it regardless. And I'm glad you said that because I remember when Steve Jobs gave the speech in 2015 at Stanford University commencement and he said, it's dogma. When you allow other people's opinions to drown your inner voice, right? that's what that is. Oh, yeah. And that's what people inherently do it. They don't even know what's going on. Like somebody will walk in and like, damn, I had a fucked up day and this, that, and the third. And because we, 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 we got a high level of affirmation and, and regard mm-hmm. for somebody, we'll sit there and listen to that shit. Right. And be like, damn, why my day fucked up? Why the, why, why? And it's that energy that you've been so receptive to to receive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's putting your frequency low as shit. And yeah, low vibration. Gotta, exactly. You got to be cognizant of it. You feel what I'm saying? That's so you don't get caught up in that shit. That's a fact. Now, I do want to talk about, and you said the new project, The Philadelphian, is coming out when? November 3rd. Now, what can people that have been following your career and just even new casual fans that might have tapped in can look forward to on this project? If you're not from the city of Philadelphia, when you play The Philadelphian, you will officially be adopted into the city. You That's feel what dope. I'm saying? Like, I've, like I give you every aspect of day-to-day life. You feel what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. through the intro, I got uh, Will Smith being snippets from Black Thought, snippets mm. from a fiend out Kensington. You feel what I'm saying? Like, people just giving their perspective on the city and where we, where it, where it was and where we are now. And mm. it's, it, it, it's not necessarily positive. Like, we've... No, it's not long, positive. long been a, been outside of the realm of the city of brotherly love. You feel what I'm saying? Now this shit is critical. So it's like, mm-hmm. I give you that. Like right. I let you know this is what's going on. This is what we going through. This is what we gotta do. You feel what I'm saying? So Absolutely. again, if you're not from the city, tap into this. And you're gonna become a part of the city. If you're already from the city, you it's gonna make you proud to be a Philadelphian. So you know I like mean? that. With everything that is going on in our city with 300 plus murders, is there anything in the project that gives someone hope that things can change? Oh, yeah. I got a uh, track called Woke Up Like This and we uh, featuring. I like that um, title. Yeah, yeah. Featuring featuring, uh, my artist Tato. And it's literally putting you like first person account of day-to-day life and mm-hmm. why we get up on angles, why this shit is going on the way that it's going on. And then at the end of that song, I pour, uh, I had pulled a snippet with uh, Tone Trump. He was speaking on um, Loon. He was, Loon was speaking about Philadelphia. Muslim how, Brothers, yeah. Right, right. exactly. I remember that. And how we was like a, how the Muslim Buzzlers was perpetuating the violence and all the negativity that was spurring out in the city. And to a level of degree, I understood where he was coming from. But also, but when Tone Trump, Trump, when he said, listen, there's so much going on in the city with Muslims and how they're giving back and how they're perpetuating a good message, I had to put that shit on there. You feel Absolutely. what I'm saying? Because it was like, you, you'll find that a lot of people just look at the news and they say, oh, this old oh, Philly's crazy. They don't know what's going on. Right. But it's like the people that's here, like we still love being Philadelphians. And like we, we and y'all still love being Muslims. Exactly. So it's like at the end of the day, like when we hear people from outside of our threshold speak on what's going on, 
Mm-mm. We hopping on that shit. Like, we yeah, got to say something and speak on it. And I respect Tone Trump for doing it in the fashion that he did it. He didn't come off disrespectful because at the end of he the day, he did it like a man. Br- and like, like another Muslim. Exactly. Right, so. so at the end of the day, he showed he showed that love, but he checked him. You feel what I'm saying? And, I, and that made me proud because it was like, we're not going to let somebody from outside of this speak on this. We need to get this together, though. Anybody who has a platform or is influential in the city, they need to start gripping these young boys up. Yo, yeah, this how you need to go about doing this because at the end of the day, y'all crashing out. Once you right. crash out, it's a dub. Once they say 50, 60 years, right. it's a dub. You right. feel what I'm saying? You don't got 25,000 for the pill. Right. You don't got none of that. You right. know what I'm saying? So when, that, that's when the reality <laughs> that behind everything. Out, yeah, that's when the reality behind everything comes down. And it's like you want to... To cry tears and all that. It's like, no, man, like just go about doing this shit a much better way and we could all flourish. Feel what I'm saying? Now, I want to talk about two things. This is a two part question because you also are a CEO of the Alpha Media Group. Correct. And you also a new signee for old school music. Can you talk about being a CEO wearing a hat, but also being an artist as well? Right. So, you, it is, I would say it's not, it's difficult. To put on both hats because you can get caught up in one lane so heavily. You feel what I'm saying? Alpha Media Group is my that's my baby. You feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I got it's like artists. Bugsy Media Group. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Like absolutely. and when you when you put on that hat, it's like you looking for beats, production, songwriting, videography. Like you trying to put everything together because you believe in these people so much. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And it's still that. You feel what I'm saying? I'll never lose faith in anybody that wear that alpha insignia. You feel what I'm saying? But Absolutely. once you get a situation of where it's though, you could level up your platform. They say, oh shit, we we loving Oliver Rothstein. Mm-hmm. We're willing to talk terms to where as though we can level him up on a on a on a better bigger platform. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm thinking like I'm the spearhead. Once we get in the door, now we blitzing everything. You feel what I'm saying? Like now you gotta listen to all my artists, you gotta right. listen to my engineer, my videographer. You're kicking the door in. Everything. Just like Bean said. Exactly. Let's and that's proper. how you gotta carry mm-hmm. it. Cause if you don't. Like, just like they were saying on a bunch of these interviews, like, labels aren't really looking for quote-unquote hip-hop artists because they feel that the industry is dying down. But it's like... CJ just was talking about that. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, at the end of the day, how how much did the A&R game die down? Like, how many A&Rs... died down even more. How many A&Rs is going into these cities... Pulling up on these kids, mm-hmm. pulling up on these artists, pulling up to some of these shows and seeing what type of demographic and listening, truly listening to the music. That's what they used to do. That's right. how they find, found X and all them. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like you basing it off of an algorithm or a stream, you got to have a certain amount of monthly listeners. And mm-hmm. it's like a lot of that shit be be fabricated. Right. You feel what I'm saying? The music don't be what it need to be to keep people tapped in. That's why you see some of the younger artists, they go on tour, they gotta cancel shows. The older like motherfuckers. Look at look at um look at um uh, Raekwon and them. Yeah. They selling shit out. Right. You feel what I'm saying? They ain't drop an album in a right. fucking decade. And fifty cent. Nah, it's fifty. They going on tour and it's world tours. World tours sold and selling out. out. You feel what I'm saying? Because, because that's pure hip hop. There you go. You can't duplicate that. There you go. A TikTok video can't give you that. Real and shit. we gotta <laughs> stop living in the algorithms and come to the real music. And that's why 
hip hop is where it is, and that's why it is on a decline. Because instead of us using a mic and a pen and get really absorbed on what a story is, right. we rather use the algorithm to tell us what the story is. Right, exactly. Or, or even better, we allow the algorithm to tell us what we like. And right. That's, no, like no. I don't. The second that you feel as though that a computer can tell you what your spirit need to listen to. Mm-mm. That's when you're gonna be listening. And now they want to implement artificial intelligence into hip hop, right? And they want to implement that in everything. And that's where I draw back from right. because I like the authentic and the essence of hip hop. I like the gurus and the premieres and the rizzas. That's the real hip hop. All this fat, all this shit y'all niggas doing, and ain't it? And that's why I had an issue with what Drake said about Joe because Joe was pure hip hop, right? And that's why Joe could never be quote unquote blackballed out the industry because when you do it at such a high level, level. nobody wanna fucking say nothing about my lyrical ability. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Like yep. I can out rap y'all niggas even to this day and Joe don't drop music no more. Nope. Joe will probably Shoot these like niggas this. like that. You feel what I'm saying? But right. it's like he's it's like he, the second hand. It's like Exactly. But and it comes easy, just like it come for you. Right, you can jump right in the studio and start popping oh, your shit. Oh yeah, with no issues. Oh yeah, and that's why I think a lot of motherfuckers they don't <laughs> know what type of energy I'm on. Right, listen, I'm like, listen, I let I I get a disclaimer out. Right, I'm trying to fuck you over on this beat. I'm just being honest, not right personally, but it's gonna if I set the bar that high, it's gonna make you come even harder. And now hip hop gets a better song. The fans get a better song because they know we clashing pins. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, that shit came out crazy. When you right. high level and I'm high level, it can't be corny. No, now it's just come out. You feel no, what I'm saying? Not like, at all. <laughs> not at all, man. But let me ask you this though, man. Do you feel artists need labels now? Even though you signed to I won't, I would say that you don't necessarily need a label, but just understand what a label is able to offer you. You feel what I'm saying? Now, everybody be pressed to mm-hmm. go get the bread. Like, yo, I want to get money. I need, I need advance. And not what knowing is it's a loan. It's a you loan. Pay it back. It's a loan. It's a right. loan. But it's a great loan. But at the end of the day, it's like, how much do you truly believe in? And like, this is, I, I, I'll put the details of mm-hmm. my deal on the table. Like, okay. Like, I won't put, I won't say like it's names or nothing like that. Right. right, right. But um, at the top of the year, I had potentially, I was able to sign two deals with another label. Another label, it was mm. a couple labels that wanted to sign me, but and they was talking some chicken. But I'm like, all right. Right. Let me go see what's going on. So I hired I hired a lawyer. His name's Simon Rosen. He worked with John Legend, Pink. Like he he been doing yeah. this shit for like 40, 50 years. So he like I've seen every type of contract. Yeah. So right. I'm like, yo, let me send this shit through. He was a little bit of bread, but I'm like, man, fuck it. I'm not like I don't want to be one of them artists. I sign a deal and then I'm on some slave shit. They shelfing me. You feel exactly. what I'm saying? Like I've heard horror stories. Right. I've heard horror stories. So he looked over the contract and he like, yo, like the splits is okay, but you shouldn't sign anything in perpetuity. And that's a that's a, that's a message I want to put out there. Like yeah, understand what some of there. these terms mean. So right. perpetuity means that it's it's essentially a forever type of contract. You don't have the ability to get out, or it's very extremely difficult for you to get out of this contract. Right. So if you sign in perpetuity, mm-hmm. that means that they got it. 
Right. Whatever you signed over in regards to that music, the label owns that. So you got to know what you're giving those rights away. And if it, if, if, it, if it tangibly makes sense to you, do it. Right. But if not, and you're not really pressed about the bread, it's like, no, like I'm going to own my shit. You exactly. feel what I'm saying? Like I've seen niggas at the end of their careers or even not at the end of their careers. And they don't have access to their masters. They don't got access to nothing. They can't. They don't own a piece of their music. They just they was just basically even Bum B said it. He said, "Yo, when I was signed, mm-hmm. we couldn't get the rights to some of our music for like eighteen years. We was just moving off of the advances. See, you feel what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, no, like I wasn't I wasn't pressed for the bread. So yeah, was that like, was smart. I'm cool. So it, it wasn't no love loss or nothing like that. But, but now, just, which your your home now, you feel comfortable about the deal, right?" You feel what I'm saying? I'm on some 21 right. Savage shit. Like right. I want, I want like 80, 80, 80 master, a hundred publish. Right. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Type situation. So it's a, it's a artist. It's a win-win deal. Exactly. Right. You feel what I'm saying? If it hit, we eat. If it don't, don't hit, I'm still good. I'm good. I don't owe nobody no paper. None of that shit. You feel what I'm saying? We That's just perfect. go to the next project. Let's revisit. Let's push the things that were successful, and then keep going. Rinse and repeat. You feel what I'm saying? I it's a level it, of consistency that you gotta keep with this shit. But once you once you find your groove and stick with it, you gonna get your opportunity, one thousand percent. I like that, man. Yeah. Man, and before we do it to the freestyle, that song, the books. Oh, my God. because <laughs> the because the books. <laughs> listen, you went into your. 50 Cent Ja Rule bag, you know what I'm saying? With the singing slash, uh, that hook, bro, is crazy. And listen, and the label has <laughs> said, they're like, yo, we need you in that gritty pocket. But I'm like, yo, I'm I'm trying my hand at this singing shit. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. listen, I'm hitting the melodies and all to. that. You like, got to, man, because, because that's and not only that, that's what the females gonna grab it to. And Tupac always said, if you don't make music for women, you ain't gonna make it. Right. Exactly. You gotta have at least one song for the ladies. Right. No matter how gritty you is. Right. And that's why Jada Kiss stands out amongst the locks because he was able to do features with Mariah Carey right. and Anthony Hamilton and even just without, switch it up. Even without the features, I need a ride or die, bitch. Right. The, the, even today, you play that shit, shit right now. The it's shit out of ain't here. Up, you it's out of here, so, bro. Timeless music type shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you coming to the podcast. I want you to tell the people how they can follow you when the project is coming out. Then we gonna get to the freestyle. Oh yeah. So again, Oliver Rothstein. Y'all can tap in and follow me at Oliver. That's O L I V E R. Dot Rothstein. R O T H S T E I N. We on all digital streaming platforms. Again. Uh, my debut album under Old Soul Music is coming out November third. The Philadelphian, uh, y'all gonna definitely I can't enjoy wait it. To hear that shit. Tap Especially in, that man. Intro. Tap in. That yeah, fucking intro yeah, with them snippets. You yeah. you got me excited with the intro when you told me who's on the intro. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. said, and it's so crazy, bro. When you give people a time capsule and able to give it like that. That shit is epic, man. That's black excellence, man. Oh, yeah, black excellence. For sure. Well, man, again, I appreciate you coming on the platform, man. This is your boy, DJ Bugsy. Make sure you follow us. Do it for hip-hop pop. Follow me, DJ Bugsy215. Keep it hip-hop. Peace.